it's offensive and awful. <laughs> it's offensive? Can I click please on it, please? click on it and look at what these things look like. There's a blue and red controller. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> what? To those listening at home, they are hairy controllers. They are furry control. The whole what thing is, is furry that? except for the buttons. Is this better? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we need to start over because apparently, what, was I on my headphone mic? It must have been. And at first it didn't sound weird to me, but then I was like, <laughs> I feel like it can't be this, like, I was like, I feel like I remember the mics being better quality. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, now I'm paranoid. Is yours hooked up to your Yeti? Yeah, I check mine when I, once I, oh, when okay. I hop on every time. That's my bad. I thought I hit the right button, um, but... <laughs> We're in the clear now. And it's funny because I was saying that I felt rusty and sure. Enough, I was like, I made you an sound audio rusty. <laughs> Out the gate, I was <laughs> making a mistake. So uh, and thank you for reminding me of that. Otherwise, I would have been really annoyed in post. I know. Well, I was like, let me just have him double check. Cause I was like, this can't be right. I guess I'm rusty in a sense where like I didn't catch it right away. Cause I couldn't remember what the sound like sounded like. No, it's okay. We're good now. Um, it is an important episode because this is our first episode of the new season. Also, we're both in new apartments. This is we're our first episode in, in our new apartments. apartments. Um, new colors are dropping soon. Oh, I was like, I mean, I have green. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant on the artwork, although apparently Canva just completely erased our original design so we have to make I was it like oh uh, where is literally all the podcast stuff I've had in here like there's that, nothing that's so offensive is it because you've got a new computer no it should be no it should it's, be it's like on an internet specific. cloud yeah it's so know. dumb well sorry about that but it's gonna look it's really cool uh but yeah we both moved um you have probably more to say because you did a way bigger I move mean, than I, I did I did move a lot farther than you did yeah <laughs> but I also know <laughs> the feeling because you basically did the exact move I did two years ago yeah it was very exhausting um ah! it wasn't <laughs> it was exa- oh oh <laughs> <laughs> she forgot the name Sorry. it was exhausting but it on a, I mean it, it it wasn't that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be yeah, how I are feel you like feeling? Moving, you feeling good? I feel like moving in was a lot easier than moving out. Like that was oh, yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. I thought it was going to be. That's because um, I was there. Honestly, it might have been. <laughs> oh. Having ex- the extra hands was helpful. Oh. Um, and Zach is a very efficient mover. You know, I just like, I don't know what it is with moving because I don't enjoy it, but I, I have this very like get it done mentality with moving. It's like how I know you and Nick are like poking fun of me of how, once everything is in my place within 24 hours, like it is you literally lived, had this lived in done. I it's was like, like, Oh my God. It's an anxiety thing for me. Like I just can't sleep knowing that there's like stuff just littered on the, cause you know, I'm like a very like organized person Yeah, um, I wish in terms I of my that. living space. So uh, I was better this time though. Cause I remember like my move to Baltimore two years ago, I did everything that night. And I didn't go to sleep till like 3am this time. I did everything except for the kitchen because the kitchen was out of sight, you see? So like mm-hmm. I couldn't see all the boxes in the kitchen and I willed myself right, to go to sleep. Right. Um, but I know not everyone's like that, but I just- I think if I didn't have the dog, I would, I would, I would maybe be like that. Yeah, but- It just I'm makes glad. doing stuff harder. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, I'm glad it went well. And I'm really happy that you're back. It's honestly like that I'm back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> back in my life. Uh, well, like physically, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess I've been here before, so I guess I'm technically yeah. back. I, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's yeah. a sweet reunion. You know, it's very nice knowing that you're just like 20 to 45 minutes away, depending on the traffic <laughs> or longer. Maybe an hour. Um, that's how it took last week. Uh, but it, uh, but it's just a nice feeling. And we've already gone on a couple of adventures, done a couple of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I My cousin actually called me like the day after I moved. And he was like, I just want to tell you that I'm proud of you. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like. Uh, uh. <laughs> I was like. That's so sweet. We need to tell each other that we're proud of each other more often. Not just like me and my cousins, but yeah, I mean, like we as humans. So I've had a lot of friends text me too and check in on me. And I'm like, wow, I don't know. It's just made me feel really good. It's because it's like, it's a big thing. And and I'm just like, I don't want to say I was expecting you to like not be doing well, but I was expecting you to be more emotional than you are. I guess like I I was anticipating it so that I could be there for you, but you've been like, (laughs) no, I'm good. I mean, I was really emotional. Like when we left, like thinking about how I felt is going to make me emotional again. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but okay. I mean, I was emotional when we left, but now I'm just like feeling optimistic. I will say the weather has kind of been like bringing me down a little bit. Very cold. Not, yeah. It's very cold, but it's like, not because I'm not used to this weather because obviously I am, but it's like, I can't, I don't have the motivation to like go out and like explore my neighborhood because I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go outside. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> well, yeah. And it sucks. Cause like you got a taste because when you first got here, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Like, high it was 70s. 70s. I was and like now, so optimistic. I, dude. The, I was so <laughs> excited and like happy and optimistic. And then as soon as the weather changed, like I didn't do anything this weekend. I literally stayed in my apartment the whole weekend because I was no, like, that's not true. You come to my place. I mean, on Sunday night. Yeah. the very so, end of the weekend right. I spent <laughs> well give the dmv a chance give her like another i would say 10 days oh i, I also got around. a speeding ticket already oh well that's just bs <laughs> because dcsp cameras everywhere and we've already talked about this but i think it's complete bullshit 1984 george orwell shit like if there's not a human being catching me in the act i should not be ticketed for it and a hundred dollars is fucking crazy yeah they gave me a hundred you guys they gave me a hundred dollar speeding ticket for going between 11 and 15 over well and and it was i and the date was literally the first day that i got here (laughs) well that and it's and it's a low speed like i mean i've gotten i got a 150 dollar one when i was like speeding through ohio once at 85 but a hundred dollars in a in a 30 zone i think that's excessive i was like please I, i i contested it and I gave them an explanation as to why I was speeding. And I attached two documents as proof. Fingers crossies, because that's just unfortunate. Um, yeah. But hopefully more good things are to come. The yeah. weather will get nicer, <laughs> I assure you. Uh, it's going to be great. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't yes. wait for all the pool parties we're going to have this summer. Oh, yeah. That's, I was like, what? You, me, and Nick, <laughs> we all have pools. Yes. Nick's about to have a new pool because he's moving next. It was a yes. change. So it was me, then you, and now then Nick. him uh, the weekend after next. So Exciting. yeah. And then you guys will be in walking distance of each other. So that's Oh my fun. God. I can't wait. I'm going to bug him all the time. It's going to be hot girl <laughs> summer for sure. All right. Should we get started? Because we have 
seriously a shit we ton have, to talk about. Yeah, we do. This was an eventful break, but even just the last two days. <laughs> I was going to say, I think maybe some of your stories aren't, but all of my stories are from the last week. Like I abided by the rules of our format. Yeah, no, me too. Lot, so. No, me too. I even like limited down. I mean, there's only so much I can put for pop culture when I already decided I'm never going to talk about Kim, Kanye, and Pete ever again. And even still, I do have a Kim Kardashian well, story, but it's, it's funny. It. It's funny. It's fucking yeah. funny. We've already been talking about it. Anyway, um, let's start with the news. I don't have much to discuss because it's not the chunky portion of our episode, but uh, Russia is still invading Ukraine, unfortunately, Ew. still dominating the headlines. Uh, just some updates. Um, apparently, the U.S. is accepting up to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees through the refugee assistance program. Mm. Um, I mean, that's cool. To my knowledge, though, Ukrainians are more interested in uh, settling in Europe. I mean, I, I can imagine them. Like, please do not come here. And I'm not saying that for like <laughs> Kamala <immigrant>. Harris. Do <laughs> not come, come here. Do not come. And Don't I'm not go. saying it because I hate immigrants. I'm saying it because you're better off probably somewhere in Europe. <laughs> um, than over here. Don't come. Don't, don't come. come. Don't come. Get as far away from Poland too. We don't know if that what that situation is. Just be safe. And I'm glad that the U.S. is an option. But just think about your options. Anyway, um, and the next piece of Ukraine-related news. So this is actually kind of cool. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm free of cynicism, but whenever a huge corporation does a legitimately philanthropic thing, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So Epic Games, they're the makers and owners of Fortnite, which of course is Fork a knife. huge game. Fork knife, yeah. Um, so they announced on March 21st that they were going to donate all proceeds from in-game sales through April 3rd to Ukraine um, and to the refugee crisis. And so the story I pulled this from was from March 24th. So just in three days, the game raised $50 million in proceeds. Which shows the fact you that people spend that much. Yeah. It's funny because it's a free game. It's people spending it on costumes and guns and shit, which it's kind of ironic because it's like a violent game where you kill people <laughs> and they're raising. I mean, I guess it's not as bad as if like Call of Duty did it because it's more like fantastical, but still it's a little bit weird. But I mean, the money is a good thing. And like I said, that was just for the first three days. We don't have an update on how much they've raised in the five days since then, but wow. that's crazy. And it's still going through April 3rd. So if you play yeah. Fortnite, buy some cosmetics. Everybody go play Fortnite and buy the Ariana Grande character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very I'm cute. sure that costs a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Since the game is free, I think their cosmetics are like kind of unreasonable. Like I think Ariana Grande <laughs> is like $12 or something. <laughs> yeah. <Imagine> somebody's mom is <laughs> paying for that. many people's moms yeah (laughs) uh anyway moving on the last news story i want to discuss is the judge katanji brown jackson hearings that occurred last week i believe they're over right they're over um yeah yeah it's just i just wrote in the notes it's just embarrassing like the the accosting that was going on from republican men to her I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't be interrogating the merits of the next Supreme Court justice, but they weren't doing that in an ethical <laughs> way at all. They were doing it in a racist, <laughs> sexist way. Um, I mean, just Ted Cruz saying, do you think this baby's racist really says it all? 
Oh my God. Honestly, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I had, I, I have been more inclined to watch like congressional hearings live on TV because I, you know, want to stay informed and because the group chats at work be lit. (laughs) You sent me some of those messages. They were pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Even out of context. We're a funny group, but like I had to turn it off at some point because I was like, I don't have to watch this. And I, (laughs) like, you know, sometimes you're just like, I physically, emotionally, mentally, like I can't, I can't subject myself to this anymore. And it just Mm -hmm. made me really feel for Judge Brown Jackson because I was like, sis, how are you like sitting there in the like present and responding with such grace? I have to turn it off because I physically can't listen to just men speaking. I can't. Well, you so many men. You can tell in her moments of silence where she's just, <laughs> just like collecting her. She, you know, she'd be like, Senator. Sometimes she and would give she a would look sit and she'd be for like, like, she would sit there for like 20 seconds. And you know, in her head, she just was like, how do I not pop up right now? But that's the thing. It's like, like expecting that of her is just kind of, bog- I mean, we expect decorum from our elected. Well, she's not an elected official, but, um, right, right. <laughs> you know, but, but from still it's our like, leaders. Yeah, but it's still to to have to endure through that and then like even the slightest infraction being picked apart. Again, it's coming from a very bigoted place. Um because I'm yeah. sure if that was a white male, right? Even if they were Democratic I mean, progressive. We had a, a, a white male who was literally a, a rapist and <gasps> yep. he he cried. So it's such an ugly crier too so ugly um yeah and i was also just going to point out like the way her facial expressions in themselves would like code switch between like when white men were questioning her and then like when cory booker was like mm-hmm. your history i love you respect you i was like <laughs> yeah yeah so huge shout out to cory <laughs> yeah and she's likely to be confirmed um but I just feel bad that she had to sit through that because it's just, uh, I don't know if unprofessional is the right word because this is political, yeah. but it's just, there's places that we don't need to go to. Right, right. <laughs> and I feel like that. it's kind of a, a, a cool thing that like our senators get to ask questions of mm-hmm. Supreme Court nominees for however many hours. Like, I think that's a cool part of our system, but I feel like it was very much abused in this situation. Yeah, it was weaponized. Yeah. Uh, so it was like they took all their grievances with just like society in general and they were like, look at this book. Yeah, she was a scapegoat essentially. Yeah, and she was like, okay, I didn't write that shit. Yeah. <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, anyway, Ted Cruz is just embarrassing. Just but, embarrassing. Yeah, we won't go off. We won't go off. No, we, I digress. I digress. We kind of already did in person. So <laughs> I'm just over his ass. Anyway, and I'm over the news. So that's all I had. And we're moving on to, I have to say, I was just reading this on the outline. Um, mm-hmm. And at the top, it says Ely's news. But in my head for a second, I thought it said E News. And I was like, what? You E News correspondent all the time? You were like, E News? I mean, technically it is e-news. It is. Ely's news. Yes. Yeah. But it's not, the e-news is coming later. This is music news. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, go off. Okay, sorry. Did you hear that? No. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, oh, it's coming again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know. Um, okay. <laughs> my forehead looks so shiny on camera. Oh my God. <laughs> well, good thing nobody has to see it. Except for you. Yeah. And I just put I'm it on our Instagram being story. being blinded right now. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> so news, uh, music news, sorry. <laughs> um, John? Yeah. <laughs> John, let okay let me talk <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna put you on mute no <laughs> mute mute <laughs> okay while well, he's muted john legend will receive Good the first fun. ever global impact award ahead of the grammys this weekend so that's cool what that mean it's it's done? a new award. Uh, he has an EGOT, so he's done quite a bit. Okay, when I hear global impact, I think of something that's benefiting <laughs> society, not his pockets. So, um, or his trophy I know cabinet. he he tweets a lot. Jesus, <laughs> his wife is a um, cyber bully. Apparently, fun so. fact: he actually <laughs> tweeted about one of our affiliate organizations. So that's cool. <laughs> I don't know why I was like. I thought you were about to say our podcast. I was like, wait, he did? Yeah, John Legend, by the way, is a fan of at exhausted underscore pod. He should be. Why not? Because you're over here questioning his worthiness. (laughs) I mean, that would be global impact. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) that that's happening so congrats or whatever but the grammys are on sunday so we'll have a lot to talk about next week too fingies crossed okay um this is something that's just very interesting that i actually haven't heard a lot about i had to like search to find this um but granted i haven't really been on twitter that much lately but every song on cardi b's debut album invasion of privacy is now certified platinum or higher making her the first female artist to achieve this which is awesome wow. i mean imagine but also i'm like okay great where's the second album <laughs> apparent allegedly it's been ready for years at this point i'm just waiting for it to drop think about this wap came out in 2020 and she didn't submit it for the grammys because she was like oh the album's coming and it's going to be on the album so i'm just going to submit it then where's well, the album sis well based on that logic doesn't that mean it has to come before what like october or something well like isn't that the eligibility if she said that then i mean that, if she wants to come out this she, year she well, can save it until well no she can that came out in 2020 so she could have oh. ideally submitted her like released her album in 2021 and submitted it for this year's grammys but she oh. didn't Mm-mm. right so she she's holding on to it until the album does drop like regardless of when the grammys are so i mean i, I would know. hope she'll do something this year i don't know but I'm like, is she whatever. quiet on the socials? No. <laughs> Interesting. It's Cardi B. <laughs> I mean, I don't she know. Also, I don't she also just featured, like, it's been doing features. Like, she just did um, a remix of uh, one of Summer Walker's songs, which honestly, it wasn't that good. Oh. I will be listening to the original version. And I'm really sad because I was super hyped. I was like, Cardi B, but she doesn't even rap. She's singing on it. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, Congrats, Cardi B, but <laughs> I love how we had a congratulations to this man. No, congratulations, and a to, congratulations this woman. to this woman. Yeah, I like to keep it <laughs> even, you know. <laughs> um, this is interesting. I've actually been really looking forward to talking about this because oh. uh, I just love the drama. 
Oh, and I love to piss off Taylor Swift fans. Okay. Uh, so Taylor Swift is taking heat for writing a song for this movie, Where the Crawdads Sing. And if you don't know, the movie is based off of a book um, written by Delia Owens. And she is basically a colonizer. <laughs> um, her and her husband have like a very controversial past where they've talked about like cleansing Africa And um, they're actually wanted for questioning over the murder of a poacher in Africa. Like her husband allegedly like just straight up shot someone and they haven't faced any consequences for it. So there's like this like really disgusting history with this author. And people are kind of like, if we could easily find this out, why didn't Taylor Swift's team easily find this out? And now after people started talking about it, she turned off the comments on her Instagram post announcing this song that she wrote for the movie. And I just thought that was so funny because this is the same woman that be like, oh my God, like, you know, I, I'm here. Well, here, okay, here's the thing. Taylor Swift is very much a white feminist in the sense that she participates in political conversations as they affect her and stays silent as she pleases. And so this is an example of that this Delia Owens woman's past does not affect her whatsoever. So she's choosing to turn her comments off rather than actually face accountability for participating in this. And I will say she's not the only one that's involved in this. Reese Witherspoon is also someone kind of involved. And so it's just like these white women, they don't be doing research. They don't care (laughs) enough. Yeah, I was vigorously nodding my head when you said that she's a white feminist and she only cares about issues that affect her because oh I still don't, I mean, I, I guess it might, she doesn't care about my opinion or what I think, but. Well, you're gay, I so still, she kind of does. Uh, <laughs> but I meant like, I, I still kind of have like a chip on my shoulder because it rubs me the wrong way how she was silent politically until after Trump was elected, like like months after um because like you said it's like oh now this is affecting me Mm -hmm. uh and it's just frustrating in its simplicity to me because it's like you you could do so much because she's so influential and so many young people listen to her and look up to her and just the really simplistic thing she does like uh you need to calm down like, what? <laughs> like they never made anyone like it. it's like oh my god the fuck up. you and know that tiktok sound that's like that guy that goes just found out about harmophobia yes, somebody was like good. taylor swift yes. when she wrote i love that tiktok but yeah no it's true and it it's frustrating um it actually makes me think of how so nick was just in new york um for his company for an out women in business conference and he was telling me how someone one of the speakers said that trans is the new gay and that that upset some people, but that after she explained it, it made sense. And it kind of makes sense to me because her intention was saying that like gay people, like the fight used to be very gay male centric. And now essentially like we have our rights, like we're, we're good and we've been good. So now like the T and LGBT is like, those are people we need to fight for now, but the gays like who have already gotten their rights generally like don't care. They're like, Oh, the fight's over. And so I think Taylor Swift is very much that it's like, okay, we don't need you to tell us. And when that song came out like 2017, we don't need you to tell us gay is okay. Like, like use your <laughs> muscle to like actually do something worthwhile. And to my knowledge, she doesn't really donate a lot of her shit ton of money either. So this is just kind of a cherry on top of it where I'm like, I don't really have 
res- respect for you. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. She's annoying yeah. to me. It also just bothers me when like people with influence are all talk and no action. And by no action, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, we know that the solution to a lot of problems is to just like harangue our representatives in Congress. And I feel like people with influence don't really talk about that and aren't really like trying to civically engage their fans, which they should, but yet they want to have parts like something to say in these conversations that are inherently political, but they never want to address like the solution to actually making political changes to become involved, like civically, like email your representatives, like talk to them or as people with like influence, like you could probably call up Joe Biden and he would let you in. Like, yeah. And you just know, to like be clear, because some people would probably say, like, oh, Taylor Swift, she's not a politician. She don't want to be a politician. She's an no, artist. she doesn't have I to, believe... but then she doesn't have to talk about politics. Exactly. I believe if if you have that much power, money, and social status and reach, like I want to say, like, you have a responsibility to speak up, but at the same time, like if you're gonna do it at all, don't do it haphazardly, like she's been doing for years. Um, and that's why you pay big money to your teams. Like, I don't understand how this isn't locked down. Like you were saying, right. That's the thing. It's like, it, it was so easy for us regulars to just do a quick Google search. And it's like, y'all got involved in this. Y'all signed papers. You wrote a whole song and you you didn't not want, well, of course, of course. Yes. It's just kind of like, really? Yeah. I will not be seeing it. You won't. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> don't really give a shit anyway <laughs> um okay the last thing i have under my little music section i debated putting this in because i was like i don't know what's going on but then right before this i started an article or uh, what was that what was that what was that you sound like the target lady that's an article <laughs> i saw an article on billboard <laughs> That said that Doja Cat is doubling down on her statement that she's going to quit music. And she said, yes, I fucking will. Like, so she had apparently mm. a bad show in Brazil, like a week, earlier, a week ago, something like that. And she like went on this like Twitter rampage and started talking about how this shit ain't for me. I'm done. Like, you know, I'm out. Don't ask me nothing. Like saying she was done. And, you know, people do that all the time i.e. Nicki Minaj saying Ooh. I'm quitting music or I'm retiring blah 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 and then like they're doing something else and the right bank after. account starts to empty right and so I was like come on Doja Cat's at her peak like she's not gonna quit but apparently yes the fuck I am <laughs> that's what she said I mean I don't I'll believe it when I see it right or, I don't or when it. I don't hear it <laughs> right music. but if we had to go out on planet her I also would not be mad <laughs> it, it is a very good album yes I be war. Okay, war, you're done. War, I'm gonna put you on mute again. No, it's almost my turn. <laughs> it is your turn because we okay. just finished music. Yeah, so don't mute me. Um, especially <laughs> since okay, yeah, it's not off the press. Time. Um we gotta talk about the slap heard around <laughs> the world. <laughs> okay, wait, can we talk about like what our rea- reaction as a group yeah, at okay. your watch party was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so obviously to those who live under a rock, we're talking about the Oscars now, um, which happened on Sunday. And I had a cute little Oscar party. I haven't really been able to have one since 2019 because wow. 20, the 2020 ceremony, I had just moved back to Maryland. So I didn't know anybody. Um, and Loser. then last year, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And then last year, uh, I just watched it with Nick. Cause we were still like in bad pandemic times. Uh, 
so this year I was really excited to have like my little watch party and I made my punny foods. Um, check out the gram for more details. But anyway, it was a good time. And you came and Nick came and we were watching the show. And so when this moment happened, when, for, uh, okay, for those of you who don't know, you should know, cause it's like a really big deal. If you but... don't know, like literally open your eyes. <laughs> do we even have to explain it? Honestly? I feel like we don't like, do okay, we? Yeah. No, no. People... Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, <laughs> like period. Yeah. On stage at the Oscars because of a joke he didn't like made towards his wife, even though he laughed when the joke was first told <laughs> and the camera caught that. But anyway, um, yeah, so lots has happened since this <gasps> this is so um, messy first of all when we were watching it we thought it was a bit yeah like because the slap like the sound of it i was like oh haha like, yeah that it, was obviously fake <laughs> it almost it, yeah it it looked like it and then the muting happened like the the american networks mm-hmm. muted it for probably what like 20 seconds um yeah, and then because he was well we found out in the flurry afterwards Ely found a uncensored clip from an Australian broadcast on Twitter and Will Smith was yelling keep my name my wife's name out your fucking mouth he said it twice um and so that's why it was it was censored and then we were like okay so it's not a bit but like what the fuck yeah Uh, and Chris Rock seemed really like jarred by it yeah, um, he was, it was, and it was so fucking cringy to like move on after that. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. It's like, I, 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 it's a really hard thing to talk about because it was like the biggest elephant in the room that's ever existed because everyone knew that Will Smith was going to win his Oscar. Right. Oh everyone God, knew so he awkward. was going to win his first Oscar for best actor. Like this was hit the culmination of his entire career. And even Will Smith probably fucking knew that. So it's, it blows my mind even more that he did that knowing that there was a 99% chance he was going to win his first Oscar. And right. so that was the most uncomfortable part to me is, is probably like what it was like 20 minutes later when sure enough, he won best actor. I was shocked. And the more I think about it, the more it shocks me. The room stood up and applauded. <laughs> Everyone in the front, like all the nominees, like big stars, like they stood up and they probably applauded like, didn't for know him. What else to do? They were like, if he hadn't have just slapped Chris Rock, we would applaud anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I mean, I understand like it's not a huge enough infraction to like stop the show. So obviously the producers weren't going to stop the show. Like the show has to go on. There's still winners to be announced, but I thought it was very strange the way the audience was reacting. And then on top of that, of course, they were no matter what Will Smith said, unless it, unless he cursed again, no way they were going to play him out with music on that speech. No way they were going to cut it. They're like, we're going to keep, let this man say whatever the fuck he wants to say. <gasps> oh um, God. And his speech was not great. And he did a couple of things. We didn't even this- listen. We didn't even see the whole thing. Right. Oh yeah. Cause my TV was having issues, but I did I go back and watch it after the fact. Okay. And I, was gonna say, I don't remember. It's, it's funny. Cause during the speech, he even said some things he had to also apologize oh, for. Oh No, the funniest thing was how he opened the speech with like, Oh, Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his yes. family. We yeah, were well, like, that's, okay. that's the thing. It's like, he, okay. Why'd you have to rope the Williams family into this? I feel well, bad for them. They, they keep getting roped into people's bad speeches. Like first Jane <laughs> Campion. <laughs> this. Um, so yeah, that speech was really bad. He did not apologize to Chris Rock during the speech. Um, 
And then the night carried on. Apparently he went to the after party and was dancing and shit. And yeah. Like what? How could anybody be in the same room as him and just be like normal? I would be like so confused. Like I I would not know how to act. I don't know. So a lot of things happened yesterday on Monday. The Academy came out. They made a statement. They condemned Will Smith for (laughs) his actions. They They condemned violence. Um, wow. And they launched a quote unquote formal review, whatever the fuck that means. I feel like the worst they could it was do is broadcast on TV. What kind of review do they well, need? I, I think that the, that suggests to me that they're thinking about suspending his membership maybe, but that really doesn't do anything except prevents him from voting next year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know what the review was for, uh, but SAG also for some reason is conducting a review. And I feel like that's just, it's a formal way of also trying to suspend his membership. And that would be worse because most productions are union and he wouldn't be able to work. I was going to say, uh, yeah, how is he going to get, <laughs> yeah. So how's he going to we'll, get that coin? I don't know. We'll see what happens with that, but he did, uh, I don't remember if it was this morning or late yesterday, but he did make an Instagram post with a quote unquote apology. It was a black screen with white text. And I do want to read it because I think it's important. I'll try and be quick. <laughs> he said, Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Again, keep in mind, he laughed first. (laughs) Um, I I would like to publicly (laughs) apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed by my actions, and they were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. And he apologized to the Academy again, and he apologized to the Williams family for what he said. But it's just like, I don't know, to me, with a physical altercation, and like, I I don't want to say it's embarrassing, because I don't want to suggest that it's embarrassing, because it was like emasculating. It's just embarrassing to be slapped on national TV. So something like that, like to just release an apology on Instagram, like a black screen with white text, I just feel like that's not enough. And if I were Chris Rock, I'd be insulted. Like, I really hope he called him up or something in the very least, but um, it's not looking good for a boy, Will. And honestly, it's not looking that great for Jada either. Um, <sighs> it's complicated because I, I do believe that comedians like have certain privileges, like they're comedians. I don't think the joke was offensive. I mean, I'm not Jada Pinkett Smith, but it wasn't like, it wasn't racist or, or, homophobic or anything like that it just was like oh you maybe went a little bit too far that does not mean that you deserve to be slapped in the face for it um I mean like even if Will if he never went up on stage and just said keep my wife's name keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth that probably just would have been he would have been safe he would have been safe and like there would be memes and it would be probably fine you know (laughs) but the physical aspect of it just makes it so much worse and like a lot of people in the industry have been saying it kind of opens up the door for people to think that it's okay to like assault comedians so what if someone's at a comedy club and they make a joke they don't like and some idiots like oh well will smith did it so i can do it you know it's just like he needs to be held liable in some way i mean i I don't think chris rock is gonna press charges like he would never do that um no i think the lapd asked him and he said no yeah but i don't know i mean i i think some people are being too dramatic and lots of people on tiktok particularly the white think people pieces yeah, oh pe- my god i can't tell TikTok. you how many articles mm. i've scrolled past like really did we need did yeah. we need a whole op-ed about this yeah the think pieces are a lot the white people it's on tiktok giving their two cents and it's kind of racist is a lot 
And at first uh-huh. I thought all the think piece jokes were just jokes. And I was like, oh, people aren't really going to do that, are they? Uh-huh. And they are. They literally yep. are. There's been so many. Every time I see one, I'm like, can we not? I'm also sick of seeing the video over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, although I will it's say so that hard to watch. The, the still image is still very funny to me. It, oh, that will live like, on. Yeah, <laughs> that will live on forever. And this is why I like being a young person, because I love that I've get, that I've been able to like grow up in this society of memes. <laughs> yeah i mean and the funny tiktoks have been funny they've been really oh, funny they've been really funny yeah um my favorite is one i saw yesterday that i sent to you and it was like an interview with jada from like a few months ago where she was saying like i don't really care if people decide to make fun of me and it cuts <laughs> to like a picture of a horse like with shifty eyes like hmm. <laughs> um also something that keeps popping in my oh. head is like it's still unclear as to whether Chris Rock himself made that joke up on the spot or if someone wrote that joke for him to say. Oh, yeah. And he said it. I mean, I would expect it to be him because apparently he has a relationship with the Smiths and that's why he felt like it was comfortable making that joke. And he's made fun of them before. Like he's made fun right. of their open marriage before. And that's another thing too. I think it was I don't want to say names because I don't remember who made the joke, but earlier in the ceremony, someone made a joke about their open marriage and they both were shown laughing. So it's like, I just want to know what happened. And I really want to know what happened. Like, did Jada, we didn't see this. Like, did she like elbow him after he laughed? And he was like, go kick his ass. I think he just saw her face and he was like, oh shit. Honestly, okay. This is, this might be a hot take, but I think this is something that people have been talking about for a while. Like, I think it's just also the fact that like, I hate to use this word, but like Will Smith is an absolute simp for Jada. Like she treats, from what I see, yeah. she I think she treats him like garbage. Like she just walks all over him and he will bend to whatever, to her will because he loves her so much. And there, there's been like so many other things, like how she openly talks about her relationship with Tupac and how she had an affair with her son's friend. Um, That is weird. And then how it seems to be like the open marriage idea is her idea and he's like going along with it. Mm -hmm. Like, it just seems like he would do literally anything for her. So this is kind of also like not surprising that he laughed and then was like, oh shit. Well, yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because I did see a TikTok from a non-white person, thank God. And they mentioned (laughs) that was part of, they were like, for some reason, like Will Smith wants to make this marriage last, like no matter what. And it leads him to now to do these weird ass things where he just slaps Chris Rock out of nowhere, even though they've been right. friends in the past. Right. Uh, I think it's clearly an insecurity thing. Like you were saying, it seems like it might have been her idea. And <laughs> he's not exercising the open marriage agreement himself. But um, it, that's really none of our business, I guess. But yeah, yeah this... and again, yeah, I don't know them personally. <laughs> so I have no. I really have no business sharing my thoughts and opinions, but I think but other people will. That's agree what that this Will podcast Smith is for. Is fucking... so... Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, this moment is probably like the biggest pop culture moment we've gotten to discuss on this show. Right. So this is huge. thank you, Will Smith, in a way. <laughs> thank you for the free content. I mean, this might give us some good Instagram numbers. Who knows? Um, <laughs> wait, you should make on on Thursday when this drops. I feel like you should make a really funny meme using that image. I'm sure we could figure something out. <laughs> it can be like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk we'll about talk. it. Okay. Anyway, um, more Oscar stuff. I'm not really going to talk about any of the winners because pretty much every winner was expected. We we'll really wanted Kristen Stewart to win. That did not happen, sadly. Yeah, very sad. So I'm not going to really talk about the winners. I will talk about the ratings, though. 
So mm. last year's ceremony was the lowest rated Oscars ever. And this, this year's ceremony, the viewership rose 56% to 15.4 million viewers. That is still incredibly low. I believe it's the second or third lowest uh, viewership ever. Um, <laughs> however, a very interesting report came in today. So apparently uh, viewership grew by 511,000 people during the 15 minute time span that featured Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Um, and then it dipped again and then it spiked again during his best actor win and speech. And it spiked by 614,000 viewers. But the most viewed portion of the entire show was actually when Troy Kotzer won best supporting actor for Coda, Aww. which is interesting. Maybe that's because it was earlier in the show. People weren't bored yet. Um, Maybe. But yeah, so those that are the is numbers. So fascinating. Mm-hmm. So it's clear that people saw tw- Twitter and they were like, "Oh shit, let me go tune into the Oscars," which they is probably like, damn I mean, it, I turned it off. <laughs> the slap ended up. I mean, it ended up working for the Oscars. Obviously, they don't want to condone that stuff, but um, right. I was thinking about that, and I was like, "They're goddamn lucky that that happened because <laughs> viewership has been down every single year. Like they needed that." <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: they still don't get. I don't. I don't understand why they don't get it. Like they cut eight <laughs> categories. They did it very awkwardly where they did it during commercial and they like, they just really cut down the speeches. So they did that. And so I thought, and we talked about this. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe it'll finally come in under time for once in its life no. or, or something. And no, it still ran over. It still had these, I I thought that the three hosts were pretty funny like they I was, actually weren't bad we and we talked we mad were, shit about them we did my expectations were low but they were they oh, were super low we were they laughing were there were some we funny were, jokes. we were laughing yeah we um were. uh regina hall and uh, wanda sykes in particular got to push the envelope a couple times um the lebron james hairline joke for space jam 2 that was, was so really fucking funny, funny. <laughs> um that was really fucking funny because they started that and i was like <laughs> really they're bringing up space jam and then she said that and i was like um yeah i saw uh i saw a tiktok about those two particular and their humor and someone was like it was black on black crime up in the oscar (laughs) 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 amy schumer was funny too but anyway she actually was yeah she was pretty funny and i don't like amy schumer but i will give her that she had two good ones when she said she made a joke about how people didn't look up the reviews for don't look up that was funny and then when she clearly this was i don't know if it was ad-libbed or she wrote it backstage beforehand but when she came out after the slap and she was like i was changing did i miss something that was funny so it was very funny they were good but we still got like these unnecessary bits like i think the monologues were funny but the bits were not that the bits funny. were not funny especially i feel like regina the, hall's yes like, that actually had made it- me comfy yeah, it made me very uncomfortable. I feel like it made too much light of the pandemic. And also it was like yes. weird that she was just like unsolicitedly patting down men. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Regina Hall and yeah. I don't think she wrote that. So it yeah. made me uncomfy. Like first when she was like calling up random men on stage for a quote unquote impromptu COVID check, but they were all single. Ha ha ha. But then like, yeah, when she <laughs> elevated it and did the pat down on Josh Brolin and Jason Momoa for COVID, quote unquote, COVID reasons. I was like, yeah, this is making light of the pandemic. It's not funny and it's starting to make me uncomfy and I feel bad that someone put her in this position. Yeah. Um, so I just don't understand the reasoning behind cutting eight categories and then still having these bits that don't work. And then I hate to say it, 
but putting in a performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno when it wasn't nominated. With the, with the uh, original verse from Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Stallion. Okay, people are apparently upset about this because people wanted to see like the OG song just performed. And the fact that Megan was there, people were like, well, that's not the song. I mean, I will Maybe say- Maybe that's a bit the, racial, but- the, the per- <laughs> No, the performance itself felt very sloppy to me because it wasn't like executed in the way that it was executed in the movie, which mm-hmm. for an animated film, that scene had like great, like, quote unquote choreography I thought like I liked the way that the way that they were moving matched with like the beats of the music which is why I was telling you so bad to like watch it in context because like the visuals really amplify it oh yeah I finally watched the Kanto everybody during our break he did but we won't talk about that I didn't Um, say I didn't like it I just said the ending was confusing to me yeah he didn't even like we don't talk about Bruno anyway okay okay hold on hold on real quick (laughs) first of all I think it was gorgeous it looked gorgeous. And I really <laughs> liked the first musical number a lot. I was like, welcome to the family. Madrigal. Madrigal. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Madrigal. Um, as, a, as a fan of the movie and that musical number in particular, I wasn't super happy with the performance and I will recognize it was completely unnecessary. Like you said, that song was not nominated and it came at the expense of cutting like important categories. Mm-hmm. And also Megan Thee Stallion just posted like a TikTok about like how she found out literally like six days before the Oscars. Like they asked uh, her, Hey, can you come? Are yeah. You serious? Can you six come days? To per- yes. And she- can you come to perform? And she was like, yeah, sure. And so she was like, I'm not going to miss that. And then she was like detailing how she had to go from the Oscars rehearsal straight to Puerto Rico to perform at a music festival. And then she had to come straight back. And then her dress was like shipped from India, like literally right before the Oscars. Like she got it, got dressed and went like it was very crazy and hectic. But I'm like, what? Who was in charge of planning this year's ceremony? It seems like everything they did was last minute as hell. And then I heard through the grapevine, i.e., Demois Instagram stories um, that the Oscars rehearsal wasn't even a real rehearsal. Like they didn't actually rehearse anything. Look, I got to tell you, I, I think the thing with the Oscars that people seem to have lost sight of, like it is, it should be a celebration of cinema <laughs> and the art of cinema. And I know that they want their fucking viewers. I know that. So that's why they make a big to do of the musical performances and the hosts and blah, blah, blah. But it should be a celebration of cinema. And I just feel like that's gotten lost and it's becoming like a pop culture pastiche now. And it's not about the actual art anymore. And it's really frustrating. And it, well, it's, it's to like, the point where it's kind of corny. And I feel like that's why nobody wants to watch it. It's corny. And even like the Will Smith slap, it's like, this is, this is the Ooh, show. Like, like the, the res- ghetto. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like, I do. <laughs> I, just a lot of people, it's like, this is this is the night like this is hollywood's night and it just seems like where's the respect for like the academy awards and yes they're just awards but historically like they matter like that yeah they matter in a historical and cultural context and i just wish they were treated that way well it's also like people can't show up to like a formal event like you wouldn't do that at somebody's wedding (laughs) i don't know yeah like or if you were an academic being presented with an award like imagine if one of your colleagues slapped the shit out of one of your other colleagues like yeah not good. <laughs> One last thing I want to say about the Oscars to end on a positive note that was good. I think actually my favorite part of the whole ceremony, which is funny because I was just saying, I was just talking about the musical performances, but the opening with fucking Beyonce Knowles in that tennis court in Compton 
was Ooh. fucking stunning. And whoever did the, the production design on that, whoever decided that they should all be wearing oh monochromatic God. colors. I, I was will. Stunning. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, it would have been better if it was like at the Grammys or something yeah. um, honoring music, but still stunning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that to it us, Beyonce. It was very beautiful. Um, okay. So we're finally going to move on to the rest of the entertainment stories. Uh, so last week on Tuesday, Disney employees at the Burbank offices did a walkout. Apparently it was hundreds of employees um, to protest Disney's lack of response or very minimal response to the don't say gay bill. Yeah, there was a white bread ass response. Yeah, so there was a walkout with hundreds of employees. And then this just, prepare yourself, Zach is pissed. Um, <laughs> so the don't say gay, gay bill was signed into law, unfortunately, uh, yesterday by Governor Ron DeSantis, who's a piece of fucking shit. Absolutely disgusting. Um, and guess who issued a statement after it was signed into law? The Walt Disney fucking company released a statement after it was signed into law, after the walkout. And they said something I believe to be very insufficient. They said Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed and should never have been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for the law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. So Mm. the thing with this is I don't like... I don't really intend to like vilify the Disney company as a whole, because there's actually a lot of queer people that work at Disney. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot and there's a lot of queer people that go to the parks. And there's a lot of queer people that enjoy their content. It's just frustrating <laughs> to me that a couple of straight people that are at the very top of the company, like Bob Chapek, it's their actions that reflect poorly on the whole legacy of this company and its yeah. whole brand messaging. And it's frustrating to me because it's not like we're still stuck in this like 90s Disney mindset of like, oh, Disney's oh a family company. Seriously. So we can't talk about this. Like, hello, you guys literally like I could I could just go down the list of LGBT projects that they've produced, whether it was through Fox or Hulu or even Disney themselves. Like there's a film coming out this week called Better Nate Than Ever, which is about a gay boy. And, and you're out here like, I, I feel like they're, they're also underestimating the muscle they could have thrown around on this because right. it's fucking Disney. Like it's a huge company and they employ oh, a huge. shit ton of people in Florida. Right. Imagine if they so, would have like really cracked down and been like, uh, like just, I'm something. just imagining like the potential they could have had and the potential influence they could have had over this bill. Yeah. And let's not even talking about donation dollars. Let's not even talk about that because we know some of their money went towards conservative politicians in Florida, many of which helped sign this bill into law and have it pass the the house and all that. So it's just incredibly frustrating to me, especially with a company like Disney, where you would think, again, it's like you would think with such a big entity that they would have their messaging under control. Like you pay people lots of money for this. And yet- they fuck this up so badly and it's really infuriating to me and it's like so cringy to watch almost because Mm -hmm. it's like we know that you're basically just trying to do spin now and it's just like 
it's so transparent yeah like we can all see right through it like Mm -hmm. it is not you're not putting on any type of a show and also i want to say too i mean even though pixar is like kind of a separate entity from disney like you know owned by disney but like Mm -hmm. its own thing a lot of pixar employees now are coming out to say like in reference to how actually if you think about it it's mostly the pixar side of things how they have like those small references to like queer characters but they can never actually like make them visibly queer and they're like we will write characters in to be like queer is all hell and like Mm -hmm. write that into the storyline and anytime something goes up to disney it gets shot down and they're like you have to water this down and like some pixar employees have straight up been like it's disney's fault like we've tried so many times and they won't approve anything unless it's watered down completely because people are getting sick of like getting watered down queer stories and it's just as am i yeah. yeah Although I will say, apparently, because a story came out, it's funny you mention that because Lightyear, which is coming out this summer, they they wrote animated, like they did everything um, on like one of the main female characters is gay and there's a kiss between her and her partner. And a, no surprise that was cut. But apparently because of this whole don't say gay thing, it was put back into the film. Bye. So we'll see Bye. if that actually happens. If y'all want to crystal clear image of what performative activism means Mm -hmm. that should go in the dictionary (laughs) over it Mm. i'm also over it so let's move on to more positive things um something we love love is blind (laughs) um so first of all netflix announced i'm so fucking excited for this you have no idea they announced a dating show Oh, I, I know. It's going to feature stars from the following Netflix shows, of which I have seen all of them. <laughs> Too Hot to Handle, Love is Blind, The mm-hmm. Circle. Well, I've only seen one season of The Circle. The Circle, Selling Tampa, and more. So and they're gonna, more. So they're going to take single people from those shows mm-hmm. and put them on a dating show. I can't fucking wait. I oh, and you know, um, one of them is, um, what was his name? Shane. Mm-hmm. from this season of love is blind and i saw lc in there too i was like yeah. oh my I, god can I, selling bad. tampa was entertaining as shit i can't i'm just so excited i don't know if they announced yeah. this like it's yet to be shot or if it's shot and it's coming no i'll I tell you i know it's ladder. i know it's already filmed because <laughs> oh i saw a story about how apparently shane and natalie were on a little date <gasps> recently after he just came back from shooting that show <gasps> He went on a date with Natalie and they tried to be secret about it, but obviously the internet sleuths figured out they were together. So I don't know what that means, but. (laughs) Um, Well, speaking of season five, I mean, season five, I just cats out of the bag. Um, (laughs) Speaking of love is blind. It's been renewed through season five. So that's exciting. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, Please drop season three because I know that's filmed. Where where did they film it? They went back to Atlanta, I believe. I mean, Atlanta's a production Lame. hub. I, I guess. I would love to like, see like a like a New York. Uh, I would love to see a Wisconsin. Okay, I don't, <laughs> it might take them a few seasons to get there. You might see no, some people you know. I would love to see. <laughs> Such a small <laughs> town. Like, wait, that's my ex. <laughs> like, that's my ex, eh? Oh my god! What? No. No, that was, was more that Canadian, attempt- I guess. Yeah, I was like, was that your attempt at a Wisconsin accent? <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. Anyway, we'll see what happens, but I hope that drops soon. Speaking of embarrassing, my last entertainment story. 
I need you to click on this link. Don't do it yet. But Xbox announced to promote Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which comes out uh, next Friday. They announced a giveaway of two special controllers. <laughs> they're, they're not actually selling these, but I still think it's offensive and awful. <laughs> it's offensive? Can I please click on it, please? Please click on it and look at what these things look like. There's a blue and red controller. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> what? To those listening at home, they are hairy controllers. They are furry control. The whole what thing is, is furry that? except for the buttons. Why? So they were I, like, hmm. They're part of a special giveaway. So I get it. Like they would never sell these, but still it's like, I I can't imagine someone using these because your hands sweat when you play it's games. It's sweaty. Ew. It's just going to make it all matted and smelly. Ew. And but also why were they like, hmm, of all the design elements of like the Sonic brand, Let's make some furry Fur. controllers. <laughs> They're like, after six months of use, they will smell just like Sonic smells after running around the world with this high speed oh ass. God. Oh my God. It looks so yeah, bad. It looks so bad. So I will not be entering the sweepstakes and I don't have an Xbox. So it works out. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just, I'm looking at the other picture towards the end of the article. It's a Awful. little bit more clear awful oh so are they trying to insinuate that sonic is that furry because his yeah. fur looks kind of smooth and short i don't know dude I'll, also do awful. hedgehogs have fur no see now we're getting two in the weeds uh, they're looking uh, yeah, for answers where there are none. i don't know how i feel <laughs> <laughs> there are no answers just disgust um anyway <laughs> that was the lengthy entertainment section but we had lots to discuss and it's we did have lots to discuss and culture. we still have more to discuss in pop culture oh, because of course as much as we want the oscars to be a celebration of film um they're a pop culture <laughs> moment fashion so yeah there it's a fashion moment so um this article details a lot of uh, the Oscar looks. I mean, from... I remember them because I was there, so I don't even need to. Open oh, the you were there. Okay. Yeah, we were watching Congrats. the red carpet before it started. Okay, we were, we were, we saw a lot, but I just wanted to detail some of my favorites, and then if you have any favorites that you would like to share, I would be happy to hear them. Okay. Um, I also <laughs> have people that I hated too, so that'll be fun. <laughs> but of course, I'm sure y'all could place a bet on who my number one was. Zendaya. No, oh, come on. Like, you're <laughs> telling me this wasn't your number one look? Look at her. She's absolutely stunning. <laughs> also, apparently, she did her own makeup. Bitch work. <laughs> I absolutely adore Zendaya, you guys. I could not, I cannot emphasize it more. Like, she can do no wrong. And this look is just absolutely stunning. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm like, my face is like two inches away from the computer. I'm like zoomed in on her face. I'm like, oh my God. And also I saw a video of her walking the red carpet and homegirl just knows her, her poses. Like she just like knows how to get out there and do that thing. And then she, she was does. like, <laughs> oh my God. She's just absolutely stunning. Oh God, you guys, I love Zendaya so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Okay, uh, so okay, yeah, moving one. on. Okay, um, one of my next favorites is Andrew Garfield because I will say it's boring as hell when men show up to a red carpet event in just a plain black suit. Like, come mm -hmm. on, give me something. Like that has yeah. been worn to hell. Too so much. Andrew Garfield had a really crisp, like red velvet jacket, 
and his yeah. tie was like a little what if, do those have a name little like english the tie, tie the tie that he had it was, like a, it was like a bow yeah, yeah. a little bow. yeah it's like a bow but it wasn't tie. like a bow tie it was like it was like a bow tie yeah it was like yeah. a bow but it looks so good and he had like a watch that also had red on it that matched oh. his jacket simu leo also wore a red suit but like more vibrant, he's the right? next person on my list looked great again not a plain black tux and he looked great and here's the thing too if you're gonna wear something also, you know, make sure it, it, it fits you like really good. And if it fit, if it, yeah. <laughs> and y'all, let me tell you, we're going to, he's coming to DC this summer. We're trying oh, we're to, going. Like, we're trying to get a picture with that man. Still we're trying going. to figure out if the fee is for the picture or per person. Yeah. If it's per person, we, don't know we might that have a yet. problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if it's per picture, we might not. Yeah. So. If it's per, per, if it's per person, we might need to do some Photoshopping, but we, um, we, we, <laughs> If we end up taking that picture, we should make that our new cover art. Is us with see? Could you imagine? At this point, we would have we'll, to. We'll give him a science as a like, hold this, hold this. Imagine <laughs> that type of life event happening and us not making it our new cover <laughs> art. <laughs> so yeah, fingers crossed. We meet Simu Leo this summer. <laughs> um, but next on my list is um, Lily James. Um, she had a very nice, like oh, yeah. light pink little dress um, that was like lace. I just thought it looked great. The color like really looked great just with her like complexion and she had really cute matching shoes. Mm-hmm. She, her hair was styled to the gods. Um, <laughs> she looked stunning. And then of course, and mind you, this is not in any type of order. The only order it was in is Zendaya being on the top. <laughs> um, but otherwise I just kind of put names in uh, Vanessa Hudgens. If this were in order, she would probably be my number two because mm-hmm homegirl looked stunning and funny anecdote from Sunday's party <laughs> was we played a little bit of Oscar's bingo. Yeah. I made you, the board. Zach made the bingo board. None of, at least I hadn't seen what was on it before I walked into the Oscar's party. So when I got there, they had the red carpet on TV and I saw Vanessa Hudgens and I said, Oh, stunning. And then <laughs> Zach pulls out the bingo cards and on there, lo and behold, is Ely calls someone stunning. (laughs) The first thing you said. It was so embarrassing. But I like before that, I was like, do I say that a lot? Apparently I do. I genuinely did not know that that was something I said all the time. So it's a good word. Sorry. It's a great word. Like, how else do I describe this? She's stunning. (laughs) I have to say, you're leading someone now, and that's Ariana DeBose. Well, I was going to give you the opportunity to share. Oh, so well, that's your you leaving can, out. You, you can talk about her. I'm so sorry. Looks um, stunning. Red looks great on her skin tone. I love how it's she does like look good in red. not quite a dress. It was like pants. Yeah. But it no, looked like a dress when she wasn't moving. Yeah. Um, she looked great. But I agree with your picks and I don't really have any other like. Opinion. Well, we have to talk about really quick Kirsten Stewart, the shorts. Okay. Do you, I saw something. I know why she was wearing that. Because apparently she's on like some intense Chanel contract. So she's in like Chanel commercials, Chanel ads, like runways. And so Chanel like has rights to style her for all these red carpets and their whole thing. Like Chanel is very like suits, jackets, like androgyny these days. Mm -hmm. So people like, that's why you don't really see her like turning gowns and like colors and shit. Yeah. Um, So it probably wasn't her choice to wear like shorts and a jacket on the runway. But it looked so she good. Looked, I mean, she's Kristen Stewart. She can like do right. that. Right. She of could thing. rock literally anything. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, she looks stunning. Uh, Hallie Bailey looked really good. Regina Her Hall's sister, look on the so. red carpet. Uh, yeah, well, she's on the next list. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had a worse list. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then <laughs> Megan The Stallion, I also thought looked really good too. Yes, and and Beyonce looked amazing in her performance. Of course, and and the yellow gown. Yeah, stunning gowns, stunning. beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Um, I also what? have a I hated it list. I bumped Shuri and now she's uh, like, fuck you. she said fuck you, mom. Yeah, she's like now I gotta go find another spot to get comfortable. <laughs> um. <laughs> I had an I hated it list really okay. quick. I'm just going to rapid fire. Jada Pinkett Smith, sis, I what liked, was that? I liked it. I thought the okay. ruching was beautiful. The color was beautiful. Uh, stop. I liked it. Sue okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I put I'm sorry on here, but Jessica Chastain, I hate. There yeah. is nothing I hate more than when celebrities wear sequins on the red carpet. <laughs> sequins can look stunning, but. Sequins, yeah. that dress to me, as someone who is not rich, that dress. <laughs> it was kind of giving dress. Prom. Yes, it looked <laughs> like cheap. I was like, this ma'am. <laughs> like what? Like her body is amazing, but like, what was that? <laughs> it was, it was giving prom. <laughs> um, Chloe Bailey, I god knows i love her but whoever styled that look the hair you know what she has been striking out like at the red carpets like the vmas wasn't it that she had that crazy aluminum foil outfit no seriously she looks like i go her instagram she looks stunning right or her twitter so the she looks hmm. great so on the red carpet at the oscars she comes out with her hair looking like it was attacked by a falcon like I don't understand. I am begging you, get Zendaya stylist, please. Law, Law Roach. Law Roach, for the love of God, I would give you his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody needs to start styling Chloe Bailey a little different. <laughs> these looks are not it. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, you know his nipples were hard the entire <laughs> night. You know he was cold. Put on a you shirt. You know he was cold. Yeah. yeah, it was like there's a time and place. This was not it. Let's have some decorum. <laughs> I did not need to see that white man's bare chest. Pale. White as I winter mean, snow. I mean, I'm pale too, but I got hair to cut. You have a shirt it. on. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> and then lastly, I did not like Billie Eilish's dress. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it looked like a bunch of black. It was swallowing so her. her. Yeah, it was not good. Ugh. Um, so those were just some of the looks I wanted to discuss today. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you had any others, but <laughs> no. you know, I think those were, that those were the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next on the list. Y'all know I had to bring this up. <laughs> we as a society successfully bullied Kylie Jenner into changing her son's name. <laughs> so her baby is no longer Wolf Webster, which is great for him. Uh, <laughs> we we talked about this a little bit when it first came out, but what happened was basically, um, so when Stormy was born, Kylie announced her baby, her pregnancy and her birth all in one by releasing like a mini documentary, you could call it about like her pregnancy and her birthing experience. And they titled it for our daughter. And so they kind of did the same thing for their son. And so they released a 10 minute documentary and I'm saying documentary in quotes because mm-hmm. 
you Come know, on. <laughs> it's more like a home video compilation yeah. of, uh, vi- of home videos. Um, that's 10 minutes long about her pregnancy and her birthing experience, whatever. Um, and after that, like people were obviously talking about it and people kept saying, oh, she did, you know, did this video for Wolf Webster. And she was like on Instagram, on her Instagram story, she was like, hey, everyone, just so you know, like our son's name is not and is no longer Wolf. Um, I keep seeing it everywhere. And she put, and I quote, we just really didn't feel like it was him, but she hasn't <laughs> like revealed, which also it's like, it wasn't him. He's oh. a, literally a potato. That baby was born <laughs> February 2nd. Uh ah. Like you didn't feel like it was him. What did he say? Wait, wait. Like, do, you, <laughs> do you think? Because don't you have to fill out the birth certificate like before you leave the hospital? So yeah, do they have to I like change it now? I'm sure they had to go through the legal process of a name change. I'm sure they did. But I mean, they're rich people, so it probably wasn't. It any, wasn't like, them. It was any, their assistant. It, that yeah, it, exactly. It was like probably no bother to them. A finger like, Just change the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know the new name of her baby. But um, good for him. He's no longer named Wolf because that yeah. that that would have been bad. That would have been bad. I will say, Kylie, this was a good decision. If you're listening, <laughs> this was a good decision. From here until we hear the new announcement, he will be known as TBD. TBD Jenner or Webster, whatever. Webster. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's happened. Um, and then something I really wanted to talk about, just again, I, I know I'm, I'm done talking about Kim, Kanye, and Pete, but I had to talk about this, Kim, because I don't think we've been able to talk about it on the podcast since it like happened in our nation's history. Talk about you <laughs> get off your ass and yeah, work. Kim Seems like saying, nobody wants to fucking work these days. That's so true. <laughs> it's like Kim saying, Oh, I have advice. I have advice for women in business. Uh get off your ass and work. Like, oh. And not W-E-R-K. She's oh, talking about the W-O-R-K. Yeah, she said work, you guys. Like, yeah. actually go to work. Are you kidding? It seems like nobody wants to fucking Nobody work wants to work these days, apparently. <laughs> Shocker. It's you have so to true. surround yourself with people who, who want to work. work. <laughs> As she sits with her sisters who collectively do nothing. Do nothing. Um, I love that Courtney said that's so true. When that's she so true. She nothing. does absolutely She nothing. doesn't even have a company. Like She has does. that blog. Poosh. Oh, oh my god it's yeah. so funny though yeah so that's like <laughs> hilarious in itself but then sure Kim was like they took my comments out of context of course you know that's the go-to excuse when you say something offensive it was out of context but the women at variety were not having it they were like hell no <laughs> <laughs> and they, they took to Twitter to say, um, so the, the girl that was actually interviewing them, her name is Elizabeth Wagmeister. Great name. Um, they, yeah. should name they should name Wolf that. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf <laughs> Wagmeister Webster. <laughs> no, just Wagmeister. Wagmeister Webster. You got the tie-in with Wag Kylie, and the Wolf's tail? if you're tail? listening, we have suggestions. <laughs> Um, so Elizabeth Wagmeister retweeted a tweet from her coworker, Kate Arthur, basically saying like the only context you need, you get it in the video. Like they, and then Kim also went on to say that she like sounded like she had a hot attitude when she said that, because she was like fired up from a question they had asked her before that. 
But now these people are from Variety are saying that question that she's referring to actually came after she's made those comments about women in business. They were like, we literally just asked her, what would you, what advice would you give women in business? And that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) She went from zero to a hundred on that one. Yeah. Like she, she was like, no one wants to work these days. (laughs) I'm stuck running my own business because y'all don't want to work. Right. So, Can Sherry stop shaking? Jesus. She does it all the time. It's like I don't a fucking know why. wind chime. I feel like she does it more than most dogs. Like it's mm. it's very weird. It's disruptive. But I knew this was going to be kind of a long episode. So I kept it short today with pop culture. So that's all oh, I yes. have. Okay. Good job. It is going to be long, isn't it? Um, I'll try and keep it brief for the media moment. It's time. For the media moment. Mm-hmm. I see you snuck in a little. Yeah. So I'm going first because you went first on our season finale, the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so quick plug. I just got to mention it because I was looking forward to it for months. Charlie XCX's new album Crash came out two Fridays ago. I'm surprised and- you didn't make it your media moment. Well, well, I, I mean, uh, there's really only one thing to say. It's one of the greatest pop albums released in the last couple <laughs> of years. Uh, the deluxe version came out this past Friday with four new songs. They slap. I really am proud of her. And I think it's a great album. It's pretty much everything I wanted. It was worth the wait. Worth the wait. I hope there's more videos coming. Um, it's great. Great. Good job, Charlie. It's You're probably going to be my number one artist on Spotify this year. And one of those songs, probably more, are going to be my top five songs this year. So work. I can't wait to see Get that. off your ass I know and work. every homosexual <laughs> is going to have Charlie XCX right there. Oh. Number one. <laughs> oh. Um, but what I really want to talk about is a film I saw last night. So Ely knows this already because I've been like low-key bragging about it. But <laughs> for, for my Are you place, in it? No. No, not bragging about the film. You'll see. Oh. Um. For those who don't know, in my new place, there's a Regal Cinemas, a five-minute walk from me. I can literally leave my apartment and be inside the theater in five minutes. Love that for me. It's 20 screens. It's huge. And so I finally signed up for the Regal Unlimited, which is like their version of Movie Pass, where you can see one movie a day, and it's like 20 bucks a month, and it's great, and I'm psyched Wait, about it. Wait, that's a really good deal. It's 20 bucks yeah. a month, and you can see yeah. one movie every single day. Well, there are some surcharges. So, like, remember I told you Nick and I are going to see the 70th anniversary of Singing in the Rain? Mm-hmm. Since that's a, a Fathom event, I had to pay, pay full price for that. But, like, any regular screening at any time of day, for me, is free. Well, it's included in the price. But anyway psyched about that and i'm starting to realize the brilliance of it now that i've used it once because i can just decide on a whim like i can check the app because i don't like going to crowded movies unless it's like marvel so i can Mm -hmm. check the app see if there's anyone sitting in the theater and i could just go and be there in five minutes be like i'm a what is it called a a regal regal unlimited i'm a regal unlimited member you got your black card yeah so i decided to do that last night I skedaddled over and I saw Uncharted by myself. There was no one in the theater. Incredible. <laughs> um, and it was kind of cold in the theater, but I wore my parka because it, it's been cold in general. You wore so, your parka? So, but it, it was great because I used it as a little blanket. I laid on the recliner. I was having a cozy little time. But anyway, about the film. 
Um, obviously, this came out quite a while ago. This is probably like it's on its last legs in theaters. It was peak Tom and Zendaya moments. It was. It came out February 18th. And I did want to see it out of morbid curiosity because for those who don't know, I've literally played and beaten all five games in the Uncharted franchise. Uncharted 2, which is one of the best games ever made, I think I've played three times. So I'm very familiar with the source material. And I knew from the get, like from the trailers, that there was some miscasting going on. Um, (laughs) Because Tom Holland is not Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake in the games is like in his 30s. No, (laughs) he's like in his 30s. And he's just not... He's just not Tom Holland. And I he's in his 30s. Yeah. He's older. Like he's an older everyone in the games is older. And I feel like they hotified the cast and made them younger. Yeah. For they the were movie. like, this is too boring. We need hot people to make it better. But it's not boring. Like the games are exciting. And the But I mean, as are... a movie, was it was this was the yeah, content okay. of the no, movie I have... actually good? Okay. You'll see. I have a workaround on this. And I'm not done complaining about the casting because Mark Wahlberg is not Sully period point blank period he's not fucking solely in no way shape or form and i thought it was offensive because he was playing himself basically i'm like put in some fucking effort and act for that paycheck and then the woman (laughs) they cast as chloe get off your ass and work work. um (laughs) the woman they cast as chloe was just like dishwater nothing um and just (laughs) i just was disappointed in the cast although i will say watching this movie i was like zendaya you lucky bitch because you're not only are you fucking stunning, but your boyfriend is a hottie batati because he let me. Not only does he take his shirt off a lot, he wears wet shirts that cling to his abs in this movie. Um, I might be interested in this so, movie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's the thing: the movie, like around the casting, I thought was entertaining, and it did kind of capture the spirit of the games. And they took some well-known set pieces from different games and put it into this movie. So like, I thought the plane sequence was very exciting and that's ripped right out of the third game. And the ship sequence was kind of made for this film and that was exciting. So it felt like Uncharted, but it didn't. And I was thinking like in the slow moments, I was like, what could they have done to make this a little bit more Uncharted? Specifically, like who could they have cast as Nathan Drake? And I thought of the perfect person. Chris Evans. Because he's, no, John Krasinski would be a (gasps) perfect Nathan Drake. Oh my god. Because he's also like he's gotten like a little bit buffer these days, right? And he's <laughs> he's like in his 30s, he can be funny, but I feel like he'd be yeah. perfect. And I don't have an I don't know who the fuck would be Sully. Um, but it's not Mark Wahlberg. I'd Javier that, Bardem. Well, Sully is like older in the games, like he has gray hair. Yeah, isn't games. he older? I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know, but that's Pedro what I think. Pascal. No, like older, like like fifties. Like these older. men can't be as young as you think they are. Okay, it's not like Sully's going around doing flips in the game, but he's okay, older. Hold on, I'm looking up how old Pedro Pascal is. Oh, he's, he's not Sully. Yeah, he's no, he's not. Hold on, let me look up Javier Bardem. Oh my goodness, I don't agree with this casting. Whatever. I I can't. My I can't movie. Think of, I Javier can't think Bardem is fifty three years old. Okay, he's not Sully. Daddy. Oh, anyway, that's my thoughts on Uncharted. I you saw it for zero dollars basically, so it was entertaining. <laughs> basically, but the cast could have been better, and there you go. So now it's your turn. <laughs> Interesting. Well, as y'all know, um, I did just move, so I spent a lot of time unpacking and watching television. 
you sure she's high energy now (laughs) she said it's hump time baby (laughs) (laughs) um and so as a result of that of the unpacking i've been watching a lot of tv which also by the way if you know me personally you know that i had a baby tv since college i now have an adult-sized tv thank you very much i am a real adult now so to everyone that asked me do you think this is an adult-sized television? No, I knew it was not an adult-sized television, but you know what? Wait, now I got I a have question. an adult-sized television. I got a question. How long does it take to get something out of a plastic bag? <laughs> Don't be rude. It's either the plastic bag or it's this dog all up in my face. So you have to pick, okay? It's the plastic bag for two seconds or it's the dog <laughs> bothering me and growling at me. So I oh, suggest, she's growling? That's so I violent. suggest you shut your trap. I'll shut my trap and I'll let you continue with your okay. Anyway, TV monologue. yeah, I I was a very good listener during your portion. So You're right. <laughs> sorry. Well, I can okay, mute myself. So How about that? My my media moment this week is one of my favorite television series ever is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've been rewatching because admittedly when I stopped in Columbus for the night during my drive to DC, I stopped with Morgan and she was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and it made me like remember that I never finished it. Like I didn't watch any of the last season. Yeah. So I was like, I should start again from the beginning and just get through it. And so I can like be up to date. And so I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know it's a cop show, but it's not really a cop show, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is, but I don't, it's it like is, making fun of cops. I haven't seen it. I, I think it kind of, it kind of is. There's like no way being a cop is actually like the way that it is in this show. And I think they do a decent job on touching on issues with the police. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, the show's not on anymore, so it's whatever. Ugh rats but it's on hulu um and the first like six seasons i want to say are produced by fox and then crazy enough if you didn't know this this is actually a really fun fact fox dropped brooklyn 99 which was like one of i think it had it was like a huge shocker because it was like one of their biggest shows and lin-manuel miranda Mark Helm, Mark Hamill, sorry, and Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo. Mark Helmet, Guillermo. Okay, let me start over. They all have L's in their names. Mark Lynn Marwell Miranda. Sure, he's like, Mom, get it fucking right. Mark Hamill and Guillermo del Toro. There you go. <laughs> formed like a Twitter alliance and like harassed NBC to pick up. To, they harassed Fox to either renew Brooklyn Nine Nine, and instead they got NBC to pick up Brooklyn Nine Nine and continue the show on NBC. So that was cool. Um, and I just think it's funny that that's such a random group of guys, but they were like, "We are the guardians of Brooklyn of the Nine Nine. Like they made a whole graphic. <laughs> And as Aww. a result of that, all of them got to be guest stars on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wait, which cool. Guillermo del Toro made a guest appearance on I Brooklyn think, Nine-Nine? I think he did, or he had something. He, they all got to do something for the show. I know for sure Mark Hamill and Lin-Manuel Miranda got to guest star. So I'll have to look at Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Are you the one with some Latin up in you? <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it. Guillermo. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so i love brooklyn 99 i've been watching it like all all day while i work while i unpack so it's been getting me through 
my unpacking, which I still haven't really finished. Oh, new girl is quaking right now. Actually, did you know there's a new girl and <laughs> there's a new girl she in knows. Brooklyn Nine Nine crossover episode? No, did you know that? It, of course, because oh, I've course. seen <laughs> I've seen both sides of it: uh, the new girl yes. portion and the um, Nine Nine portion. No, I did not know. Well, it's a funny little episode. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Does that conclude our season pre- season premiere? I guess it does. Um, so I just wanted to make a little note. Um, I feel like I previously mentioned on the last episode and maybe even the one before that smatterings of a potential Patreon. Yes. Potential Patreon. And I just want to let you know, know we're, we're still ruminating on this. Um, cause if we're going to do it, we want to make sure it's the best Patreon ever. So just give us a wee bit more time to suss out all the logistics because we've been busy in March. Okay. Yeah. And if you're just dying to give us your money, you can Venmo us. Yeah. Okay. The people who listen that you probably know our Venmo. If you're Even, dying yeah. to be a patron, to give us your money, you can just Venmo us until then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boo-boos. Yeah. You know, my Venmo. I'll send <laughs> you a sticker. If you don't sticker. know it, you don't need to know it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you for listening. It is a little bit of a long one, but, um, Lots to discuss. Excuse me. I had to we're start the season burps. off. We're with not a doing bang. burps or farts in season three. I muted myself earlier when I let out a big one. So congrats. It's like I'm like Will Smith, where I, I exercise some control, but I also relinquish some control too and just let let it fly, you know. It's a bad you're analogy. Just, you're just like Will Smith. Just like I'm just like Academy Award winner William Smith. D- uh, <laughs> just Islam. I can I say can that. Say that. <laughs> For those of you who do not know, please just Google <laughs> Tiffany Pollard, Muslim <laughs> Muslimality. Muslim. It's so fucking funny. Um, anyway, nation of <laughs> no, there's no nation. Just as well. Just as well. I, I could just say that. <laughs> anyway, oh my God. we will talk to you all next week. Okay. Yeah. Have a good bye. night. Oh, yeah. Have a good night. Fuck. Were you just going to say bye? Like yeah. some commoner? I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. Oh,